0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another match reaction episode of Late Night Football. And uh, well, El Clasico became El Smashico. So I put in there a little bit of a word play. Uh, but it finished uh, Real Madrid nil Barcelona four. Uh, it got some serious 2009 2010 vibes that I think, uh, from Barcelona, the way they were playing in this game. Uh, a really, really comprehensive win. Uh, for them they've had a bit of a resurgence uh since javi joined and of course we've covered that as well in the past episode and i think this kind of is like uh, that moment we might look back on this uh in a couple of uh, seasons time and say and we might say that was the moment uh, when things took a turn for the better for barcelona i think this or, or when this was kind of the exclamation point on the res- resurgence for barcelona but a wonderful wonderful performance and I, I said this as well i think at the start of the season i said the present uh, this, at the start of the season, the present looks bad, but the future looks bright. As long as they don't do anything stupid, the future looks bright. And I think it does. I think that just this game just reinforced that. Uh, you know, wonderful, some wonderful uh, play, some hearkening back to some of the you know best bits of Barcelona that we've seen over the last couple of seasons. Not uh, over well, the last, I should say, over the last couple of seasons, but over the last like maybe decade, uh, a decade ago or so, when we saw them uh, play the way that they have played, I think that they just hark back to that this season. I was wonderful to watch. Uh, but you know what? They were aided. They were aided by Real Madrid a lot. I mean, and Madrid didn't have Benzema, which was a big loss. But the way Ancelotti set up, I was just—I mean, I was baffled. And you know, forget the commentators, anybody else. I was baffled. Uh, and, and it was—and uh, and I, I don't—I'm not going to claim that I know a lot about football, but it was just baffling for me as well to kind of figure out what they were trying to do because they started out in a four-two-two-two basically with modric and Cruz playing as the two strikers. Uh, then it became a uh, sort of a four-four-two, uh, you know, with uh, sorry about that, with Modric and Cruz kind of, uh, again, being in midfield, and you know, uh, Vinicius and Rodrigo playing forward at times, so kindness, I guess they were trying to do the full fluid interchange with the front six, uh, and it wasn't working, Marcelin were like, okay, you can keep doing whatever you want, uh, you know, we're just going to play around you, and so that's what they did, they changed to a back three for about five minutes in the second half, and a goal, uh, and then went back to uh, back four, which is, which is when I think they looked a little bit looked better in a back four, but I think they should have started with that. Uh, and, you know, not having Benzema made a big difference because they kept trying to, I think, I think when he plays, he gives them that focal point, he gives them that attack at the focal point, as well as the fact that he comes up with goals and big goals and big moments. I think they missed that. They missed that today. And, uh, I don't know, Ancelotti kind of just, uh, uh, you know, bottled it with his tactics a little bit. He, well, not a little bit, he did quite a bit. Yeah, I think, but the players themselves were all confused. I think a lot of them were self shot I don't think a lot of them are used to, to you know, uh, seeing Barcelona like this, because they, they've been, Madrid have won a five-game winning run in the classical, So it's been a while since they've lost. And uh, for a lot of them, I think there was just confusion as to what was going on. So so it was it was bad. It was really bad for Madrid. And um, there are things that they will need to do. But, I mean, take nothing from Barcelona, they were sensational. toda Bameyang playing with a smile on his face. I don't know, you know, where that energy, that enthusiasm has come from for him. Maybe he needed to get away from Arsenal. Maybe he was tired of, you know, the whole uh, thing in Arsenal where he was always, you know, playing Europa League football. Maybe now he feels uh, much, much better at Barcelona because there's obviously uh, things that he can win, things at that, the that level that he wants to be. So I think that's something nice. besides I'm doing well, obviously, and seeing him playing with a smile on his face. Fernando is for me, a player who always impresses. I don't see much of him, but whenever I see him, he impresses me. And I, I still can't believe why City would let him go so easily. I mean, I know he wanted to go to Barcelona, but I thought they would have made a bit more of an effort to keep him because he looks like a glass bear. He really looks like a glass bear in the making. So I hope he, he continues to grow that way. I know a lot of people say Petri is going to be a star in the future. I disagree. I don't think he's going to be a star in the future. I think he is a star. In the present, that's what he is. He is right now, he's already a star. He doesn't need to wait for the future. He is a star in the present. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic player. Uh, that you know, you keep watching him. The more you watch him, the more you get impressed by him. And, and it's hard to believe he's still a teenager, but the kind of work that he puts in, the kind of effort that he puts in, is just unbelievable. Same with Busquets, you know, did, did well. I was very impressed with Araujo as well. Araujo is the player that impressed me. And again, he's been linked with Manchester United, and I just thought. If you are on a Raho, why do you want to be living like in Manchester United? Then you know, that's a step down. They want to go to United. You stay at Barcelona. Barcelona are going to be uh, you know, in much better shape at the moment than United. So, I mean, if it's only money, I know money talks and money can sometimes get you stuff that you don't deserve. But uh, you know what? If I'm a Raho, I'm sticking to Barcelona. I should be sticking to Barcelona. I shouldn't be going to United. Or maybe if I'm going to, going away then maybe go to another better club, but not go to not go to Manchester United. Other than that should happen. But I but I was impressed with him. I liked him. I like what I saw. I thought he was wonderful today as well. Playing, remember, he was playing as a right back. He was playing as a center back. He was playing as a right back. But I do believe the center back is his best position. But he still did very well um, as a right back. So that's something for him as well to be proud of, of course. And, you know, a lot of credit, massive credit to Javi, I think, for the way that he's uh, set this team up, the way that he's, you know, helped this team along. It came in at a very difficult time. But he's really turned the team around. He's been hurt, of course, in the summer, in the winter transfer window. He's been able to make some purchases, been able to sell some players. Um, you know, but overall, I think he's done a very good job of bringing this group of players together, making them all feel part, feel valued, and really bring them together. And a shout-out to Dembele as well. So Dembele was good in the first half. Again, the problem is the same. It hasn't worked out for him at Barcelona because he's struggled with injuries, with fitness. Again, in this game, he looked off the pace in the second half. You know, He started to tire a bit, but in the first half, he was excellent. He was absolutely brilliant, got two assists. It gave a lot of trouble, and uh, you know, it, it worked well. I mean, for Madrid... Uh, you know I think Carvajal had a real problem in the first half. And I don't know, I think it's probably the system was affecting him. So he's keeping on misplacing passes, keeping on, you know, losing the ball. And I think that kind of summed it up. Carvajal doesn't usually have bad games. So for him to have that, I think that summed it up. I, I you know, this was a chance for Vinicius as well to show that maybe he can be the man going forward, but um, he then he didn't do that well today. And again, it's not a reflection on the quality of the player that he is these are the kind of moments that make you sometimes. And I think with Vinicius, I think this was, he will look at this as an opportunity lost. Uh, I think going forward, I, I don't think this affects the, the title base as much. I don't think, I mean, it's still nine points. If Barcelona win the game in hand, it's still nine points. So there's still three games. There's about nine games, eight games left to play. So there's still, there's not that much, you know, uh, opportunities. As Barcelona could still do it. They could still do it Madrid implode. But for the most part, I think I think it's too late now for Barcelona to kind of win the title. But, you know, stranger things happen. We'll keep an eye on it and we'll see what happens there. But, um, you know, I don't think it affects much. But for next season, I do think this helps Barcelona a lot. And I think Barcelona, for me, next season, they will probably be favourites over Madrid to win the title. As long as it, again, it's, it's just to kind of be a caveat, don't do anything silly. Just keep doing what you're doing. Do not try to, you know, go for £100 million, £150 million signings. Don't try to do that. Don't try really to compete with Madrid. Just try to get the players that you need in the positions that you need. I, I do believe they're in better shape than Madrid at the moment because if you look at Madrid's team, um, yeah, if you just compare the team. The Madrid right now are too reliant on Benzema. They're too reliant on Modric. Now, I know they're going to get Mbappe. How will he fit in? We'll have to wait and see. But they still haven't had a that midfield replacement for Modric. I don't think Valverde has been able to do it. I know, um, you know Kamawenga, for some reason, hasn't been able you know, uh, Ancelotti doesn't trust him as much. But they haven't yet moved on from Modric and Cruz, which they need to do. And I know they're trying to get Jomini in, and so maybe he might be the answer, but there's still question marks there in that midfield and in that sort of forward line. Now, those things may be resolved next season, but I think at the moment, uh, Barcelona, at the moment, just comparing teams as they are at the moment, I feel Barcelona right now a better place uh, to sort of challenge for the title next season than Madrid. Uh, and of course, you know, there's always this with new signings, integration, things like that. So you, I do feel that if, if um, you know, if you we were to fast forward to next season, I, I do feel that Barcelona, are in better shape, but you know things change, things happen, so we'll see. I'm not. I'm not saying that you know Barcelona definitely win the title next season. I'm saying Real are definitely not going to win it next season. I'm saying is right now Barcelona look well placed to challenge for the title next season. So that's a positive for them, and that's a step forward for them as well to consider. uh But you know, uh for now that that's all in the future. That's all for later. I think. I think my man of the match. I would give it to Ferran Torres. You know, a lot of people give it to Aubameyang because two goals, but Ferran Torres won that game. Uh, you know, he ran that game. He looked. He took his goal well. He got the assist as well. I think he was a menace throughout. I really liked watching him play. So that's who I would give it to. But, you know, of course, you, could, you can't go wrong with giving it to uh, Obamaya. Yeah. You can't get... Probably not even go wrong with giving it to Araujo. I think Barcelona had a real complete performance. Everybody played well. I don't think there was anybody who played too badly. So that's always always good when you can have a game like that, especially in El Clásico like that. Uh, let me know in your comment section. What do you think? What do you think about the game? Were you disappointed with how Madrid played? Were you... Uh, you know, saddened or were you angered by the by how by how Ancelotti about Ancelotti's tactics? Were you pleased, and ecstatic with how Barcelona played? And do you think you are surprised by it as well a little bit? Let us know what you think in the comment section. Uh, please remember to like, share, and uh, and uh, subscribe to the channel as well. Uh, you know, we always appreciate your support. I'm gonna keep growing this uh, channel as well. So so you know, your your help would be very much appreciated in that. So please do uh, do that. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us. Uh, and subscribe to uh, to our channel on YouTube as well. Please do that. Uh, much appreciate we'll see you again very very soon uh, we now got the international break so there's not a lot of real football happening but we'll, we'll probably have some content in the meantime to uh, uh, to come for you so, so stay tuned for that as well take care have a good rest of your day or night whatever time you're watching this and uh, we'll see you again very very soon take care goodbye